Hi guys, welcome to this Shah Show. I'm Shakti Singh, and today we have Mandar Joshi Shah. So, sir, what I think is uh, that you know, no one can introduce someone better than himself. So, I would like to know, like, I will, we will love to hear about you from you because I have already introduced my uh, like audience uh, to you. So, would you like to give a short introduction of yours? Uh, okay, uh, that's a good way to start. Uh, yeah. My name is Mandar Joshi. Uh, uh, I, I have been in Dubai for last eight years. Uh, academically, I am a chartered accountant certified by institutes in India as well as UK. I have done my MBA in strategic alliances, which basically means mergers, acquisitions, uh, any kind of partnership between two companies. That was my major for MBA. Uh, okay. Uh, my first job was in Muscat. I was with BDO Consultancy, which is uh, one of the largest business consultancy, business advisory company in the world. I came mm-hmm. back to India after three years there and I joined Ernst & Young, uh, which is, you know, we say big four, one of the big four uh, uh, business advisory. Uh, uh-huh. Then I joined uh, a client. Uh, whom I was serving through Anstanian, they are called Emiris. Emiris is a large chemical manufacturing and mining company, French company listed on Paris Stock Exchange. Uh, I was their CFO for India for five years. Then I was for a year their head of uh, ERP uh, for Asia Pacific, covering eight countries in Asia. And then I was promoted to uh, regional CFO level for Southeast Asia, uh, which covered five countries, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and Vietnam. So in this role, I relocated to Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Okay. Uh, eight years back, I relocated to Dubai. Uh, I was hired for a role of group CFO by a company called Global Gases Group. It is into uh, specialized gas uh, compounding, manufacturing, and logistics. Uh, they work across 17 countries. Uh, as Group CFO, I was placed at headquarters in Jebel Ali in Dubai. I worked with them close to three years. Okay. And then back in 2015, I started my own advisory company called M Strategy. Okay. Uh, with a partner. Uh, uh, later on, he went back to corporate world and uh, I carried on alone uh, for a year. Okay. M strategy was basically, was, not was, basically has been uh, a boutique deal or transaction advisory company, mm-hmm. uh, which was my, my specialty in MBA. Uh, we do uh, consultancy for small startups as well as large corporations okay. for uh, transactions such as mergers, acquisitions, joint ventures. Uh, we create franchisee distribution models for B2B uh, co- companies, FMCG companies. Uh, so we uh, we advise basically uh, on these lines. Uh, M strategy got bigger and bigger uh, with uh, during last five years. Now we are today five partners. Uh, uh, we, uh, the partners are, I mean, the age group of partners is from 28 years to 58 years. Okay. And, uh, uh, 
let me introduce about my partners. Uh, Dr. Ahmed Al Zubaydi is now the president of M Strategy. Okay. Uh, and he is ranked as one of the top 100 most influential business personalities in Saudi Arabia. He's, wow. he's Saudi. Apart from that, we have Haytham Abu Al Nasser, who is very senior investment banker, private banker, uh, Egyptian nationality. We have Abdul Rahman bin Suleiman. Uh, we call him Armani. Uh, he is also Saudi. And we have the youngest in the partnership team, uh, who is called Ned, Ned Dialko, who is Bulgarian, uh, and uh, uh, Peter Thielfelo, a four-time four startup founder, has exited with very good multiples, and then joined M-Strategy back in 2020, very recently, not even a year back. Uh, in our company, we have two business divisions. Uh -huh. uh, one business division is still deal structuring advisory, uh, which I already explained. The other business division is business development, which means that we literally bring clients, we bring customers in the Middle East and North Africa region, uh -huh. which is our forte, uh, for companies which are international and want to grab market share of this region or even companies which are local, say in Dubai or in Saudi, which want to go to other countries within the Middle East region. Okay. Uh, so this is what we do, business development. So basically, we bring investors and we bring customers. So both uh, both big issues that any corporate faces, Correct. Uh, we try to solve uh, through our network. Uh, I started now, uh, I'm sure that, you know, most of your audience is uh, university students and budding entrepreneurs. So I started investing in uh, startups back in 2016. Okay. I have invested in uh, 22 startups till now exited from eight of them with an average multiple of uh, more than 3.5 x average of course i lost my whole money in uh, two of the startups out of 22 uh, they got bust but i learned from the experience uh, my startup investments have been within uae which is dubai and abu dhabi saudi arabia and india since 2019, I have been investing only in Indian startups. I believe next four years uh, till 2025, I think these are the years of wealth generation uh, for Indian entrepreneurs and Indian startup ecosystem. I truly believe. And that's why I, I put uh, my money, my stake into Indian startups. So, yeah, I think this is my introduction. Uh, this is my professional introduction. Personally, uh, I'm married. I have a daughter who is 12 years old. Uh, my parents stay in Pune. I'm originally from Pune. They stay in Pune still. Okay. And uh, that's it. We have a dog called Pebble. Uh, yeah, that that's about it. Wow. Like, like yes. Like, sir, do you have any kind of personal relation with... Uh, Thiel Foundation because your partner is from Thiel Foundation, one one of the partner, like uh, was a fellow, and you have a client whom we like all of our audience are excited to know about that how you bring the, him. But we will talk later on that that uh, Ritesh Agarwal and Oyo is also client of M Strategy Global. So do you have any personal relations with Thiel Foundation or what? Like you have no, so no, 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 not at all, not at all, and. Uh, 
थील फाउंडेशन इज थील फाउंडेशन टूडे बिकॉज इट डजेंट वर्क ऑन पर्सनल रिलेशनशिप्स सो बेसिकली इट इज अ को इंसिडेंस एंड आई हैव बीन लकी टू मीट टू पीटर थील फेलोज यू नो इन माई लाइफ बोथ ऑफ देम हैव अचीव्ड ग्रेट सक्सेस एज स्टार्टअप फाउंडर्स एंड आई एम वेरी क्लोजली एसोसिएटेड विद बोथ ऑफ देम इट्स जस्ट आई एम लकी राइट so sir my next question will be from you is like as you told that two startups in which you invested out of 22 got burst right mm-hmm. uh so sir yeah. we would like to know that uh, like dot com was was having a huge hike at that time at uh, late 90s and early 20s and uh, currently people are little bit scared or kind of thing like they think can startup be also a bubble or is it a bubble like i i got a huge like uh, like like on the last episode also we discussed about that with sandeep nath sir because we got a lot of questions on this like like people are little bit scared because the success rate in business is very low as 1% or less than that so uh, like can startup be a bubble or it is a bubble uh, i don't think so startup is a bubble i'll tell you something uh okay you take silicon valley okay uh, uh-huh. uh, the likes of google facebook amazon which are uh, trillion dollar companies today i would say multi billion dollar companies today uh, uh-huh. they were all established more than or close to 20 years back if you see last Correct. between 10 to 20 years right Correct. Uh, Correct. if you take now uh, so uh, last 20 years these companies were startups when they were established and they have been growing Uh, and growing very fast uh, now if you go to china uh, all the companies uh, you know or all the products or applications uh, you are talking about tiktok you are talking about wechat which is very popular there uh, there are a few others uh, in asia we have didi uh, if you are aware of that company these are all uh, companies which are 10 years plus minus age today they have been growing for 10 years uh, you know and and still growing uh, very fast uh, there are a few companies in india which have been unicorns which have been uh, decacons uh, you know you are talking about oyo rooms which you mentioned you are talking about bajus uh, you are talking about ptm uh, you know and you are talking about many others which are now you call it sonicons and minicons and what not yeah. so <laughs> exactly so basically you know a bubble uh, cannot sustain for 10 years 20 years 25 years you know mm-hmm. a bubble is a bubble uh, it it cannot be there you know uh, it, it will burst much before it achieves that kind of trajectory uh, so i i don't think it is a bubble i'll tell you what could be uh, part of the bubble is the equity valuations sometimes equity okay. valuations are uh of course there are a lot of scientifically proven methods of doing valuations uh however at a very early stage for a startup it is very difficult to do uh, exact equity valuation so a lot depends on the future a lot depends on market forces which are uh, you know uh, which are out of the control of the founders or you know his advisory board or his clients and suppliers 
so yes uh, equity valuations could be a little bit higher or lower uh, i cannot say it is a bubble but mm-hmm. that's where uh, probably there is some ambiguity in some of the startups not all mm-hmm. uh, however the startup culture itself is not a bubble i don't think so uh, uh, i'll give you another example now a few startups that i have invested in Uh, mm-hmm. they have nothing to do with technology now what you call dot com you are talking about technology and internet and the web right Correct. Uh, Correct. you know uh, today itself i saw uh, you know you you liked uh, a post that i i put in uh, today evening about clear deco clear deco is a franchise store model and basically a distribution model now they have launched their own brand as well very recently uh, you know 82 uh, stores uh, and growing at 5 to 6 uh, new franchise stores every month now this is a physical model it cannot be a bubble you know correct uh, technology correct. can be an enabler uh, but some of the startups i have invested in another company called green cure which mm-hmm. has patented uh, products for immunity boosters uh, products which are a combination of ayurveda which is ancient Uh, you know mm. no, medical knowledge in india and german technology uh, you know and they basically provide uh, uh, you know uh, what i can say medicines for different mm. uh, different health issues now this is a startup because they are selling online and uh, it is at the end of the day the technology that they have patented uh, right. however it cannot be a bubble because you can see you can feel the products and i can give you more and more examples So I, I don't think it is it is a bubble uh, in itself. Correct. But sir, uh, like when we talk about physical products, like we uh, we have two examples that uh, was proven as a big bubble, like uh, Theranos, if you know, and WeWork. Uh, they were physical products, and we can feel them and we can use them, but still they busted like hell. Yeah. Did you see WeWork? Yeah, WeWork and Theranos. uh i'll tell you something my view about wework is a little different wework is not a bubble wework was not a bubble what was bubble is the valuation of wework which i mentioned before you know the valuation at which the large vcs came in uh that was overstated this is what is proven it is not proven that the co-working model of wework is a bubble the model is there there are so many co-working uh spaces today not only we work but you know every city every every town every country you see different uh co-working models uh technology enabled and so on so the model is there however i think for we work the equity valuation was a little bit hyped up and then uh, you know uh, there was a reality check afterwards uh <laughs> but yeah but the models are working you know i know by the way in in my own knowledge i have a couple of startup founders who are also doing similar models to we work and they are doing extremely well uh, here in dubai in india uh, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so you yeah. know the biggest example of successful co-working space sorry uh, in india we have innovate uh, a co-working space company yes, which is innovate exactly yeah. exactly So it's not Correct. a bubble. Yeah. Correct. So, sir, as we talked about startup and it, its valuation, so uh, we'll love to talk about that. Can an idea like we all get ideas daily? You know, uh, like 
बट वी वी परस्यू वेरी लेस और वी आइदर वी डोंट सो सर इफ स्टार्टअप एंटरप्रेनर इज एंथुजियास्ट एंड लाइक ही वॉन्ट्स टू गेट स्टार्टेड बट ही हैज लैक ऑफ फंड सो कैन ही गेट फंडिंग एट आइडियशन लेवल yes uh, why not uh, every startup founder who has real business model can get funding at ideation level but i'll tell you why i i know why you asked this question maybe it came from some of the audience and yeah. it is a valid question uh, at ideation level what happens is now i am an investor and the uh-huh. risk is uh, too high at ideation level you know uh, for a for a third party external unknown investor to invest in a startup founder at ideation level it's mm-hmm. it's difficult to take that decision uh this becomes easier for me if for example the startup founder has uh, really achieved something in the entrepreneurial world in his past life for example you know he he has exited one of the startups earlier uh, at a good multiple uh you know he has uh, done a good i would say market research uh for his idea so th- there are factors uh the startup founder is very well educated uh, in the field in which his startup business model functions so these are the factors that i would look into it uh uh this is one second i then looked in every day i am receiving between 5 to 10 every day 5 to 10 pitch decks uh you know for review and funding of course uh half of them are just pitch decks and uh, they need funding now i'll uh-huh. tell you something uh, as an investor i want to see where a startup founder can reach without me if you are going to prepare a nice uh, stunning presentation and you are asking for my money i'm not that keen uh, however if you know you have put your own money if you have put you know your own skin in the game uh, you have been persistent and you have uh, the skills to convince your friends and family which is typically called as friends and family round you know if okay. if you can convince your friends and family to put initial money and then you can say that okay i i did uh, i i bootstrap then i uh, my friends and family invested and now i'm coming to you for higher level of funding i would say the credibility of that founder is much higher uh from my point of view mm-hmm. because at idea level you should be able to convince your friends and family first because they know you uh, you know from your childhood they know you personally and so on uh, and then you should convince me as a third party uh, third party investor so and it is also a test on you that can you raise money from your friends and family first of all uh, before pitching to a third party or or, or an external investor uh you know so it, it is a test on you uh, as a mm-hmm. startup founder Th- that's how i look at it uh, for is is the funding impossible no but am i very key, keen to investing in it uh, not so much you know okay yeah so so sir, like i i was also having some ideas and what i did is uh, i started i started some ventures like uh, you know about bangalore angel network what i started we mm-hmm. talked that so why i started it you know sir to like uh, i can get some money uh, so i can start my own business so that's my way of getting uh, funding on addition level 
Exactly. So that that's a brilliant idea. You know, you generate something to feed in your startup, whichever that startup is. So this is what I am saying that it is a test on you. Without coming to an external investor, can you manage your life? Can you manage yourself? So that's why uh, that's what you are trying to do with Bangalore Angel Network, right? Now, finally, we will go to the question that our audience are wait, like waiting. But I think we should <laughs> do more delay for that. <laughs> what is that? Uh, like uh, how your company got Ritesh Agarwal and Oyo as a client? <laughs> like I am sure every every listener is here to uh, listen that only, <laughs> almost. So, so yeah, to delay that or I should answer now? No, sir. I want to delay that. <laughs> okay, delay. No worries. We'll go with your flow. <laughs> Uh, next question will be: What is the best way of getting funding? Then, if it's hard to raise funding uh, at initially, then what are the best ways? Like I bootstrap and now I need funding. So, what wh- what are the best ways for that? Uh, as I said, you know, convince your friends and family. I'm sure that uh, you have somebody in your network, in your family, in your friends, uh, who is supportive. uh you know who is excited that you are starting something new who wants to encourage you uh, and at ideation stage you don't need a lot of capital you need mm-hmm. little you want to prove yourself that's it you know you, you don't want to be a super success suddenly uh, mm-hmm. so you know that little bit of capital you should be able to get from somebody of course when i say this i'm not saying that you know there are no investors in the world who can put capital at ideation level okay mm-hmm. uh however this decision becomes difficult and what happens as a startup founder is you have limited time you know Correct. and you cannot spend a lot of time convincing uh people unknown to you about mm-hmm. your idea and how this idea will work and how i will be a unicorn one day it's 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 very time consuming to you know to to convince uh, external investors who don't know you personally correct yeah so at an ideation level i would say yes bootstrap and friends and family this should be good uh, mm-hmm. by the way there are uh, a few idea stage uh, vc funds which are coming as well in india uh, okay one of the funds that i am on the mentoring board of it is called nine unicorns investment fund it's a vc fund of 45 million us dollars uh okay. it is in india i think they have crossed 40 deals 40 till now and they invest uh, around 100000 dollars at idea stage startups uh, uh it is it is managed the fund is managed by venture catalyst which is uh-huh. india's largest integrated incubator uh, so yeah so th- there are funds coming up to to help to support ideas to startups however even these funds are looking at some kind of traction some kind of prototype uh, before putting their money and to get a prototype out or to get a minimum viable product out you don't need a lot of money you know mm-hmm. you correct. can manage within whatever resources you have correct yeah right So, sir, what they exactly look like? Uh, if I want to go at nine, uh, to nine uh, unicorns, 
and how i can join like if someone uh, who is listening he wants to join the program accelerator program so uh, can you please guide a little bit at how much it costs to be there and you know what is the process of uh, joining me no uh, there is no cost as such uh, of course you know there are a lot of uh, accelerator models in place you know there are some accelerator models which take fees cash fees huh. there are some accelerator models which take sweat equity in your startup there are some accelerators which take both uh, a little cash fee and then a small sweat equity as well so uh, each accelerator fund uh, or accelerator model uh, has their own way of managing their own revenues and business right uh, so uh, so you have to understand uh, what's their psyche what they are looking for Uh, i'm not in the curation team of nine unicorns investment fund so officially i cannot talk on their behalf however nine unicorns investment fund they have their own website uh, you know to which you can send a pitch deck or you can apply uh, and then you know someone from their team if your pitch deck is curated and shortlisted somebody will interview you you have to pitch them q and a will take place so there are multiple levels till you get the investment committee and pitch to investment committee uh, before the final funding okay yeah so uh, and there is at idea stage there is huge competition uh, i must tell you because there are so many people who want to get funding at idea level uh, and uh, so that's why i'm saying i i'll come back to my suggestion that it's difficult to get external funding at a very early stage so access the people who know you personally who believe in you you who trust you who want to really uh, from the bottom of their heart want to encourage you uh, to be successful in your venture these are the people you should tap first okay and then to this vcs and angel networks right yeah right yeah so sir uh, my next question will be that how many ways are there for a founder to take exit like uh, if you talk about uh, like the benefits and like kind of a uh, profit then a founder takes profit at the end right mm-hmm. so uh, like is it same for uh, exit or like what are the ways to uh, for a founder to take exit Uh, there are multiple ways uh, you your startup gets acquired uh, fully acquired 100% acquired by another uh, giant company in your sector or even another bigger startup in your industry business sector whether it is technology whether it is i don't know whichever business sector it is this is one way mm-hmm. uh, second way is uh, you know you uh, go ahead and uh, list your company publicly and that's where you know you can uh, exit uh, partially uh, mm-hmm. second third is when you go to uh, high higher series which is you know you are not talking about seed level or idea level uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, with bigger uh, fundraising you can take a partial exit at that point of time uh, however uh, uh, you know ek- taking exit is a complicated issue every time you want to take an exit you have to get a legal opinion uh, should you do should you not do i know a few startup founders who took a partial exit and eventually what happened is they lost 
their shareholding control or the control management control over board of directors because they reduced their shareholding more than required and then okay. it, it was it was it was a mistake it was a huge mistake uh, mm-hmm. I, I know two of them in fact uh so yeah you have to go to a good financial advisor a good legal advisor uh, while partially exiting uh, while fully exiting of course you need uh, uh you know a very experienced advisor about doing your equity valuations and stuff like that but yeah these are the ways either you list your company or you slowly partially exit from your startup with higher funding rounds uh you know or you get acquired by another large company any advice you would like to give to the budding entrepreneurs uh there are so many <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh first of all if you are talking about budding budding entrepreneur uh, you know uh do do very very good market research about the sector the industry you are going to be in mhm uh you have to understand the geography you have to understand who are the competitors indirect uh you have to understand the demography of your consumer uh, is it b2b or b2c uh so a lot of research element is involved uh and this you can do yourself no uh, some some start budding startup founders i have seen that they go to outside uh you know Uh, market research agencies pay very hefty fees and get research reports mm-hmm. there is no fun doing that you know you have to do your own research uh, today you know on the web you mm-hmm. have almost everything that is required freely available uh, right. for analysis so this is one thing uh, about the research second is uh, business is nothing more than people and i'm sure that you have heard this from uh many successful Can people I? that it is all about people so surround yourself with with good people uh you know uh, who have complementary skill sets and you ha- you have fun working with them that's very important so people is second thing third thing is i would say do a lot of reading uh read about uh, read about economics read about management read about marketing read about politics mm-hmm. uh very important read about uh, social things uh, what's happening around you uh, there are so many books uh, newspapers uh, everything so reading is one now reading includes watching good videos on youtube as well because i follow personally a few youtube channels of my own liking you know Okay. uh educational entertainment content uh-huh. uh a lot uh that's free for you again you know uh but uh, you know uh, surround yourself with good books uh good youtube channels uh not only from your city or your country which is india or whichever city you are in uh-huh. within india or outside india uh however globally uh also you should understand because one day your startup is going to be multinational so you have to understand the international relationships which is covered in politics which i already mentioned correct uh, reading is another one people is very important 
uh, research is is absolutely uh, very critical mm-hmm. uh, the fourth thing is often missed out by founders is uh, you know your acumen about financial and legal things so mm-hmm. you have to have uh, a a basic a financial as well as legal model uh, uh, legal knowledge which is important for your business for example whichever business sector you are in you must be aware of the laws which are governing that business sector you mm-hmm. should be aware of what are the government policies because these are the factors which will affect your business and right. if you are not aware of them uh, you know uh, it's it's a blunder correct uh, so and you know a lot of startup founders i see uh, who are you know who can do miracles when it comes to technology or marketing uh, however the knowledge of finance and legal issues is something that is overlooked uh, uh-huh. which which i would say is one of the suggestions that i would give uh, at least uh, things which are important financial and legal which are important to your own startup mm-hmm. your own business sector correct yeah th- these are these are few suggestions so sir would you like to name uh, some youtube channels for uh, budding entrepreneurs like you said uh, you you follow uh, a lot of so can you this uh, suggest some to us and some books too i follow a couple of them i follow a channel called uh, well, it's in uh, value tenement i think give yeah. me a second yeah value tenement right it's correct yeah. that's right then i follow a channel called visual politic okay uh, these two i i follow uh, you know i i think i have watched every video that they put in uh, i follow or i watch a few documentaries as well which are at random there is no specific channel that i follow but i watch a lot of documentaries of course today when it comes to media uh, you know uh, most of the videos are created or the content is written blogs or books with some kind of agenda or vested interest uh-huh. so you should also be aware of which is an unbiased thing and which is uh, which is written with some kind of motive or some kind of vested interest you know so, so, the, so that you don't get carried away right yeah yeah so uh, i think sir startup questions we have finished at all and the thing is now for investing uh, we will love to know what is the secrets of uh, like of investing like i saw you have done some like you know very good investments and you get a very high returns on them so what's the secret sauce the, uh very tricky question no there is no secret sauce here i mean uh, you know uh, through experience sheer experience uh i think i have started identifying or i have that knack of identifying uh, the real startup founder versus a fake one <laughs> a visionary one uh, you know versus a short sighted one uh-huh. uh, uh, the one who really wants to do it versus the one who is focusing on his exit and taking the money out uh, <laughs> uh, also you know because now for example as i told you on linkedin uh, you know every day there are 5 to 10 pitch decks so uh, reviewing pitch decks has become my hobby 
for last five years. And because I review so many pitch decks, and because I am on the mentoring board of nine unicorns and a few other incubators and accelerators, uh, because I have been angel investor, because we do a lot of transaction uh, advisory for VC investments into startups as well as you know large acquisition deals. Uh, okay. Talking about purely advisory, uh, I would say I. I kind of know what works and what doesn't work, uh -huh. uh, but there is no secret sauce because uh, it's it's been five years I have been doing it, and as I mentioned, I have done some mistakes uh, in uh, earlier uh, months or years, you know, of my in angel investing career. Uh -huh. so, yeah, there is there is no secret sauce generally, and I read a lot myself. Okay. So I know which which field is growing, which field is uh, not going to grow. I have my own uh, imaginary, uh, what I can say, you know, uh, habit to, I, I have a kind of habit to imagine things, you know, what, what, what may happen or, you know, uh, uh, some, some startup founder or some business model after five years where it would be. Mm -hmm. And most of my, my estimates or my guesses have have come right. Correct. So secret sauce. These are the things that I really look for. Uh, every angel investor, successful investor, will tell you, and I will tell you the same thing that I invest in startup founders, not so much in business models, not so much in uh, industry sector. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, the startup founder is someone who can make or break the thing. Correct. It's not about model, uh -huh. you know. So if you if you give a good startup founder a lousy business model, he will still make something out of it. <laughs> but if you give a fantastic business model to a stupid startup founder, I'm sure he will make it fail. <laughs> okay, right. So that's it. There is no secret sauce. <laughs> okay. Now we will discuss about something out of these things okay now i want to go i want to learn from you so what's your biggest mistake like i personally believe i do a lot of mistakes in my life and i learn like every month or a year i do a mistake and i learn from it so i would like i would like to know what's your biggest mistake in your life or a mistake from which you got the biggest learn there are so many and i'm still doing it unfortunately uh, <laughs> no, I, I think, you know, the suggestions that I gave, uh, like your earlier question about suggestions to budding startup founders, uh -huh. I think my mistakes have, have been around them and that's why I suggest this to startup founders. For example, a very important thing is the people. Mm -hmm. uh, I did some bad choices in my professional life. Uh, you know, I trusted wrong people. I'm talking about uh, at a very early stage in my career, not recently because I, I learned fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's very important. Uh, if you can trust the people around you, if you have fun, uh, you know, working with them, then that's the right company for you. So uh, that's where I did a couple of mistakes uh, uh, earlier in my career. I'm talking about my corporate career. Correct. You know, uh -huh. yeah. So. Uh, people is one secondly i would say that uh, my vision was limited mm -hmm. 
sometimes you know when i look back i feel that okay i only looked at uh, a small portion of the bigger story mm-hmm. uh, again i'm talking about corporate career and uh, you know i'm talking about 2015 16 so very early stage of my own advisory practice mm-hmm. uh, i my vision was limited it is only by reviewing the pitch decks and listening to startup founders pitching mm-hmm. again and again and again my own vision has broadened okay you know now i can look at much much bigger picture uh-huh. also I, i would say to to uh, to make my vision broader uh, one thing that uh, i was lucky about is i traveled a lot okay uh, all throughout my corporate career i have been to many many countries uh i have interacted with uh, people coming from different religions different cultures different nationalities uh you know different age groups different experiences uh so that's how i have learned and i have made my vision broader but in earlier life yes my vision was limited uh and i had always this doubt in my mind which any middle class uh boy in india has always has whether this will work or not correct you know huh. uh, breaking that that doubt or you know breaking that jijak bolte na man mein correct yeah so that that's a big challenge for all of us uh, i came from a, a very middle class family uh, and you know I, i went through i i was educated by the way in local medium which uh, marathi my local language okay uh, i could not speak english uh, uh even two three sentences in a row okay uh, i was i would say 20 years old ha uh-huh. you know that confidence was not there vocabulary i didn't have so many things you know and then because of all this uh, you have that uh, you know con the uh, lack of confidence mm-hmm. which took some time uh, to overcome correct so yeah th- these were these were not mistakes but these were i think products of the atmosphere or the environment that you are in and you have to break that correct as much possible yeah right so yeah, yeah. correct you know i should do something shakti because uh, i know you most of your audience is youngsters and uh, university or budding entrepreneurs uh-huh. uh atmosphere during our days and i'm not saying that my days because the whole generation was like that uh you know we were not so much exposed to uh internet for example i'll tell you uh, when i was i think 19 or 20 uh, i opened the orkut account there used to be orkut before facebook okay you know on google uh-huh. and uh, we were all so excited that we are on orkut <laughs> okay uh, you know of things we used to uh, send emails and you know add somebody on orkut so these those, those were the days so you know we were not exposed to what's happening in the world correct uh, generation is you know blessed with uh, on your fingertips on your uh, smartphone you have all the knowledge in the world so take benefit of that correct and one of the magic of technology is happening that i am a 12th like i'm the student of 12th standard and i am speaking with you know someone like inviting you on my show is kind of you know achievement and minds milestone for us so that magic is also happening because of internet <laughs> yes yes true true 
you are see for example i told you you know you are, you are doing your own podcast series at this age and this okay. is the first ever podcast audio interview that i am giving today at this age you know <laughs> i have been to many uh, interviews which are in the print media or on the stage or you know uh, on the zoom calls for example uh, however this is the first one uh, on the audio medium and podcast so yeah i am also learning <laughs> okay so i have opportunity to remind exposure that we get correct so i have opportunity to remind you that sir you know me in in later like that you did first first audio podcast with me no <laughs> oh, definitely so, i will never forget i will never <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and thank you for the opportunity by the way sir so, uh, we are thankful i learned i learned something new you send me this app and i downloaded the app and then you know i went through the app okay i said okay this is something new so <laughs> yeah yeah so finally sir we are at a stage where we are going to answer the question which our audience are waiting from the first movement when they join <laughs> and the question is how uh, like uh, like your consult like your company got oyo and ritesh agarwal as your client because i saw that uh, like uh, ritesh agarwal came to uh, saudi and he signed a deal with you on the same table so i was shocked that uh, someone who you know who like ritesh agarwal came and signed the deal uh, and now that person is talking to me so yeah that's my question sir okay okay uh, uh, i would say there is a sub question to this which you have not asked is uh, what kind of services we provide to oyo uh, for which ritesh wanted to engage us you know so i okay. think it starts there uh, correct uh, let me tell you that you know i i briefly talked about venture catalyst correct uh, i have been investing through venture catalyst for couple of years now uh, mm-hmm. we are uh, regional partners of venture catalyst in the middle east and north africa region when i say we i'm talking about m strategy along with my partners okay. in m strategy we are uh, connected to venture catalyst uh, uh, and you know their co-founders for example the president of venture catalyst dr apurva ranjan sharma is i would say very close to uh, or a personal friend dr ahmed al zubaidi who is the president of m strategy uh, and he is my personal mentor and uh, guru uh our relationship is not only commercial uh-huh. uh now there is a relationship between ritesh and dr apurvaranjan sharma which probably you are aware or not i'm not sure dr apurvaranjan sharma was the first person uh, who wrote first check uh, for the business concept of oyo rooms when ritesh agarwal was 17 years okay. old uh and i think he was i think more than uh, ritesh ritesh says he pitched to more than 60 investors who declined and then dr apurva ranjan sharma wrote the first check for oyo rooms and oyo rooms today is a 10 billion dollar plus company so it all started with uh, dr apurva believing in uh-huh. ritesh and apurva mentoring ritesh correct uh, and then uh, ritesh has, is now a stakeholder in venture catalyst okay of which we are partners so we are connected with oyo rooms and ritesh in multiple ways mm-hmm. 
the relationship started on a very trustworthy note okay. uh, trustworthy base and then developed into a commercial relationship the photo that you have seen on linkedin you mentioned correct uh, what services we provide to oyo rooms uh, oyo rooms is our client under the business development division mm-hmm. oyo rooms today has more than 1 million rooms and hotel rooms and vacation homes across the world wow. they are extremely yeah more than 1 million they are uh, third largest uh, if you consider china as not part of the world they are second largest okay. uh, you know after marriott uh, second largest chain of uh, hospitality chain in the world so they are much much larger than uh, you know the well known groups like hyatt intercontinental hilton and so on correct uh, they are very strong in india they are very strong in china uh, southeast asia uh, europe uh, america they are going very fast and they they are not uh, like you know the middle east and africa region was not their focus till now mm-hmm. uh, now they are going to focus on this region as well where we are best mm-hmm. and we are really helping them structure the business development and business growth within the middle east region okay. so we we are their business development partners in the middle east region mm-hmm. uh, is, yeah so th- this is how we got client uh, you know as oyo rooms and ritesh agarwal and that's what our relationship is uh, apart from that of course uh, i have been learning so much from ritesh because in every meeting you know i i learn from his own research i learn from you know what he has learned uh, uh, in his entrepreneurial journey so every meeting with ritesh uh, is is a blessing for me i must say yeah i i have been learning so much from him uh, we discuss about startups by the way uh, we discuss about you know uh, i i share with him the startup that i have invested in uh, he has created a family office fund of course much much larger than my ticket size okay. uh, however he has created his own family office fund and he is looking for uh, startups which can uh, you know make it big so that's our you know joint passion okay. and we talk a lot about these startups and business models and so on uh, that is on a personal uh, personal level mm-hmm. so yeah this is what our relationship is and this is how we we met ritesh and you know uh, we are working with oyo rooms there correct yeah so it's all about networking and as i mentioned it's all about surrounding yourself with good people correct. so i have dr ahmed al zubaidi i have dr apurva ranjan sharma uh, other people related to venture catalyst and that's how i reach ritesh agarwal who is another person uh, you know uh, i'm surrounding with and it goes on and on and on so it is all about people around you correct yeah they, they say that uh, you are the average of five people surrounding you exactly and uh, it's 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 very true it's very true. correct yeah great and as i mentioned before you know you have to enjoy what you are doing mm-hmm. with the people that you enjoy working with correct uh, i'll tell you why 
Okay, I think I'm little bit diverting. Or do we have time? Yeah, enough time. We do, and I think you have already answered the question. So it's great to get diverted and learn from you, <laughs> because every word you say, uh, getting just in my mind. You know, it is important for any budding entrepreneur to know, uh, you know, how I I have been thinking that you know, uh, whenever you start a new venture, there is no guarantee uh, of success. absolutely no guarantee whatever whatever you work really hard you know uh, you you do a lot of research you have all the knowledge in the world however there is no guarantee of success so at the end of the day after putting years of your life after putting a lot of money behind it uh, there is a probability that uh, you know your startup or your business will fail i'm sorry uh, and i am working uh, right now on two very large projects for myself uh and there is a possibility that i will fail okay. you know so that's why it is very important that you enjoy doing what you are doing because even if you fail you look back and you say okay you know i spent a lot of money i spent a lot of time but at least i enjoyed the process <laughs> correct on the that's that's very important correct correct So yeah. So sir, we are done with all the questions, and we have a segment which is called as hosty host. And yep. here you will ask some questions for me. But before going to that uh, segment, I will love to ask a question. One more question, that uh, sir, is there any possibilities that my audience can do a internship uh, with your company or with you? Is there any possibility? your audience is in thousands and i would probably give internship to one or two uh, because we are not that large company we are a boutique company yeah but still it, then it, it can be a good competition for them and most probably you know like the person will be selected i think he will be the most lucky guy uh we will be lucky to get a good person you know so it's it's both sides Uh, why not if if we have a vacancy we have something important to do and uh, you know uh, someone skill set manage uh, you know uh, is is complementing that role uh, we would certainly look into internship or employment why not we are also expanding uh, m strategy is expanding to saudi and uh, egypt now okay you know so after after having our headquarters in in dubai of course we our clients are across middle east region africa region uh, however we do not have our physical office or presence in any other city or country apart from dubai so now we are we are going to expand in saudi and egypt which was a plan by the way for 2020 however because of covid correct you know the travel stop and so on so we postponed it hopefully this uh, covid and all its mutants allow us to <laughs> expand in uh, in the year 2021 correct so yeah why not why not for internship go to that segment now in this segment you will ask some questions from me and i will answer them oh <laughs> definitely uh by the way i was not prepared to ask questions okay <laughs> i i was prepared only to answer your questions uh however let me let me try Okay. Uh, first of all, let me ask you, why are you doing this podcast thing? Wow, 
so yeah so sir when i was you know when i just joined linkedin and i wanted to uh, learn from the successful people uh i started approaching them but the problem was like if we, if i talk about you so like you are on the show because uh, you are not just able to uh, advise me but uh, more than like you know thousands and thousands of people through this podcast but if someone who is unknown to you and who is asking sir can you give me your nr like we are exceeding nr so like, like if someone has asked sir can i get an uh, advice from you and can you please guide me for 20 minutes the probably your answer will be no because you don't have that much time right so i found that concept that what if i start something where i can just i will not get the advice but i can uh, spread that advice to other people also because they also want and they are searching for this so that was the concept uh, like i wanted to get advice so i built this so i am advising now thousands and thousands of people <laughs> okay interesting and where this podcast thing will go from from here for example today you are in university right you said uh, what's your age 12th uh, standard 12th standard i'm i'm 18 just yeah. 18 so now uh, you will continue doing it a uh, couple of years probably yep so what's your vision where where it will go after 5 years from now where it where the podcast series will be in 2025 whether it will be still a podcast series or it would have developed into something else or you would have dropped the concept because you got busy in something else like you said that you have some startup idea in your mind and uh, bangalore angel network is is a way to get to that mm-hmm. so you know maybe your idea is developing into a venture and then you have no time to go through this podcast series mm-hmm. what, what do you see for yourself and so, the series uh, sir like I, like for that answer that i i might get busy so so this uh, angel like sorry this uh, podcast is not just uh, giving me advice but you know i'm getting a chance to network with a lot of uh, like fantastic people like you uh, and so i will never stop it because uh, like my end goal is like you will laugh on that but yeah my end goal is to invite uh, elon musk on my podcast so it, it will be a very hard thing and i don't Uh, and i will love to achieve that uh, like before 2025 so and i will love to make a book out of this like what i learned by doing this podcast uh, i will make a book out of it why don't you uh, you know now i'm sure that uh, you have been you know interviewing a lot of successful people Correct. why don't you convert this podcast into a print media as well just a question just came to my mind so uh, it's a podcast interview which is audio and mm-hmm. then you put this into print media you send the person you interviewed for review okay. uh, you know it will be the same that he said you know already uh-huh. uh, he or she of course and then uh, you can put it on uh, some uh, online media channels or somewhere uh, so that this is you are creating a media ip for yourself this is a intellectual property which mm-hmm. over the years will gain a lot of value apart from podcast and you will have your own uh, small online which is not expensive nowadays you know a small online uh, interview or news not news but interview portal you know where people can go to 
now for example you said that you want to benefit others right now okay. there are only a few hundreds or thousands who are getting benefited because they are listening to the podcast however okay. when you put it as in the print it will stay forever uh, you know uh, till end of your life and probably a few generations after you uh, wherein people can go again and again uh, to this media portal and read the interviews of the people uh, who who gave the interviews actually it, sir i never explored this side and i uh, frankly speaking i i never thought like this but it's a great advice and i i definitely i should start doing that because like no like not everybody have that much time to listen a podcast of 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour so they can get this yeah. in a written form and they can get that knowledge into 5 to 10 minutes hardly if we talk about the whole interview exactly yeah exactly i will i will explore it like yeah it's a great advice sir yeah and you you know this itself is a startup idea because media has a huge ip value Mm-hmm. so this becomes your own intellectual property when you put it on your own uh, interview portal you know web portal Correct. so you are creating a value out of it uh and uh, this itself is a venture Correct. and then by this way you can actually slowly reach elon musk because <laughs> there is something that he can he can for example uh, you know when you approached me the first question i asked is okay uh who has come on your podcast show before me right correct yeah so you will never get this question because you will send the web link to elon musk and say that look here you know mandar joshi came so he will jump on the opportunity correct 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 just kidding yeah just kidding but yeah i mean this is this is the way you can do it that's a great idea actually i will definitely explore it and i will do it because i think uh my end goal will be you know like achieving that will become little easier and obviously mm-hmm. they can get the same knowledge of what is in the interview in, in lesser time mm yes definitely thank you for the idea sir <laughs> no no problem it just came to my mind <laughs> okay yeah you can do it yeah yeah and start with interviews then you never know you know what all will be there on the on the portal correct yeah right thanks a lot sir and thanks for giving your precious time i i, I haven't expected that much time you will give to us <laughs> no why not i mean <laughs> uh just uh, i didn't have to prepare for exam <laughs> whatever came to my mind i answered so it was very easy yeah correct you know but you yeah. gave your precious time while recording yeah that's okay no problem yeah so yeah thanks no you are doing a very good work shakti <laughs> yeah sir right okay yeah? excellent great so you have a good night yeah and we will be in touch yeah sure. take the idea of uh, media ip seriously sure for sure sir